Welcome to Three on One Podcast. I'm Bryce Davis. That's Garrett Campbell. I just got Mike's Heart Lemonade all over me. Ooh, and our wonderful special guest, Caleb Beard. Woo! What's up, guys? All the way from Hobbs. All the and way. And today we're going to be doing something a little different, and we're going to do a kind of just a quick overview of like the entire MCU because Caleb, as we always let the guest pick, Caleb is a massive MCU fan. Oh, yeah. Big Mark. <laughs> Big Mark. <laughs> okay, so let's just kind of start it all the way back in 2008 when the first Iron Man came out. You and I, Bryce, saw that for my birthday. Holy shit. Yep. I didn't even fucking remember that. That's not even the whiskey. I just didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, there was a while where we would go see the Marvel new Marvel movie every year for my birthday because it came out around the same time in May every year. Fair. And Iron Man was right around that same time when I saw... <laughs> Like the losers and Transformers and shit. I saw all those movies like three or four times. But so Iron Man, definitely both from a storyline standpoint and a movie standpoint, was like probably the best fucking way to start it. Like because Iron Man was so cool and like especially in the era of wasn't no Dark Knight wasn't even out yet. Just Batman Begins. Just Batman Begins. Yeah. And no, Dark Knight came out in 08, I believe. I don't I don't know if it came out before or after Iron Man in the year, but it was yeah. the, it was the same year, I believe. Maybe 09. Oh yeah, cuz wasn't Batman Begins like 05? Batman Begins was definitely early 2000s for sure. It was a year after Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that probably was let's see. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he's right. 2008. So, okay, cool. Definitely in a year with that there's such good com- good companion films because they're such like a real pretty raw take on a familiar comic book like i've always been a big fan of comic books i've played ultimate alliance and all that shit so like red comics so i've been aware of all these characters i've seen the cartoons and all that shit so but to really with dark knight and this really brought it into the modern perspective because like iron man fights in like modern warfare yeah Yeah. fights terrorists basically i don't know that like that opening scene of him uh, when their convoy just gets nuked out of nowhere is still like crazy. I really do love how unapologetic Iron Man was mm-hmm. though. With like he kills people, oh, like yeah. he shoots Definitely. people, blows yeah. up tanks, like yeah. punches people to death and shit. And I get it; it's a good. We're not gonna start talking about DC, but <laughs> the DC whole like real superheroes versus real supervillains. They're yeah. only fighting the villain really. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Iron Man started it in a kind of bigger spectrum villain thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which would lead to a giant spectrum of yeah. villain much later on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, that that scene where he's uh where he's kind of getting revenge on all the all the, the generic terrorists. Oh, when he's just murking them oh, when yeah. he builds the first Iron Man Dude, tank suit. No, I, I'm I'm thinking later on in the movie that where... third version, right? Yeah, that's when you're talking about yeah. the first the first red suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when yeah. he has the yeah. Fucking missile yeah, thing yeah, on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, the, there's all the the terrorists like holding the the village people hostage, and yeah. he just like turns off his his fucking hand blaster thing and just nays on all those fools. They just gonna fucking nays. Badass. <laughs> to me, like the CG that they use on that suit, because I don't know if they use more practical effects in that, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the the way that suit looks in the final cut of that movie is 
better than any other suit that they've put on in a movie after that. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely it looks say the best. by the time we got to the later films, it's pretty gimmicky and CGI. Yeah. You could you could see like they put a lot of detail like in the in like the the mask. Mm-hmm. You could see. Oh yeah. They kind of put like a handprint almost as like. Because, I mean, metal, if you were actually assembling a suit, like, you would have streaks of, like, handprints and stuff while you were assembling it. So, like, yeah. they, they put a lot yeah, of, like, thought and detail creases into it. and everything. And it makes and, like, more sense for you can... it to be more detailed in those first couple movies. Exactly. And because if... later on, he's like, oh, there's nanobot technology. Yeah, he gets the special skin. kind of metals yeah. and shit, whereas that was just I pieces just of metal pressed to yeah. each other. But, yeah, so, I mean, we all agree, absolutely. Iron Man, the original... Oh, it's badass. Phenomenal fucking movie. Crazy like, That's great. Could not have started more. And then, oh. <laughs> let it be known, we are looking at a list in chronological order of the MCU movies. And what came next is Edward Norton Hulk. Mm. See, I never saw that one. <laughs> it wasn't great. <laughs> no. It's super forgettable. Like, I Honestly, I didn't even know that it was... Part of the MCU. Yeah, that's well, it was, crazy. It was kind of shoehorned in. Like they were, they just happened to be making it at the time, and I don't know if it was Feige, but somebody approached Universal and they were like, "Hey, like we're thinking about doing this." Like, and it was only shoehorned in there at the very end with Robert Downey Jr. doing that post-credit scene. Like nothing else was originally intended to be in the MCU. Yeah, because it's yeah. not like Abomination or the character that becomes Abomination is yeah. ever mentioned or anything in any other film because. The Hulk never has another Hulk film besides when you get to Thor Ragnarok. It's mm-hmm. the only thing that's like really Hulk intensive. Yeah. But I mean, I guess strictly as a showing you who the Hulk is, he I mean he whoops some fucking ass in that movie. Yeah, it, so I mean, it tells you kind of what the Hulk's about if if somebody didn't know what the Hulk was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as if the Hulk's not like one of like the main five fucking Avengers. But super forgettable movie. We'll kind of just skip over that one because yeah. all it does is show you who the Hulk is. And then, already, two years later, you have the Iron Man 2, which is super divisive. Some people despise. I love it. I I really like how they're abusing unexistent technology. And how he has like a whip that turns off Iron Man's suit and shit. Because in like if you think about it, like if Iron Man were to be created, like people would one hundred percent try and replicate it, just like oh, people, absolutely. just like people tried to replicate cinematic universes after the MCU. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> DC tries to construct something and just so happens to make a million movies that fucking suck. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I love the the villain. I Mickey Rourke he's, plays he's so the Russian monster so well because Mickey Rourke in every movie he's in doesn't say much yeah. and this guy doesn't say a lot mm-hmm. but he just looks like he's like a old russian man ready yeah. to beat everybody's <laughs> ass and you do have black widow's introduction yeah. sequence because she's like a um female companion at the beginning of the film yeah. and then you have when she saves him it just beats the living fuck <laughs> out of a bunch sick. of cia 20 20 unfaced people which <laughs> the last dude comes up she just pepper sprays which ass. i will have some divisive opinions about black widow but that doesn't come later because right now she's just beating yeah. normal cia dude's ass and she's like a russian super trained assassin person yeah but she should be able to beat any person's ass absolutely in any normal human for sure <laughs> and it, correct that this the what's his name uh happy, happy hogan uh no fuck 
Uh, Guy Pierce's character, that's in the third, right? He's, this That guy's not introduced yet. Guy Pierce. Who becomes the uh, villain in number three. Uh, the Mandarin? The Mandarin, who's actually Guy Pierce. Cause, you, cause, you're talking about the one with like, like, like the long-haired dude? No, because you have Mickey Rourke, and then you have Guy Pierce, who's like the fancy dude who steals. Oh, you're, you're talking about technology. Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. Is he in this one? Oh, yeah. He's in the second one. Yeah, yeah but he's nobody knows who he is yet, but it's like pretty clear that the real well, villain. He's he's uh, He employs Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah. That's yeah, right. He that. hires him to build the, the iron whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to make like the drone army to, mm. to yeah. sell to the army so he can and get then his That actually happens later, but yeah, that's right. He's... And he's who's. I thought you were talking about the fancy dude in uh, Winter Soldier, who's like the who like runs Shield. Oh fuck no! Oh but, yeah, yeah. Okay, not to get off track, but so Iron Man two, just great. I love Pretty it. one of the more just like Iron Man one, one of the really standalone movies. Yeah, doesn't really need it any precursor knowledge. The only like setup it does for any movie after that is just introducing Black Widow. I can't think of yeah. any. I can't think of any other like consequences from that movie that carry on. To yeah, other besides movies. Justin Hammer, you just seeing who that is. Like, yeah, well, he's yeah, not. He's, well, you never see Justin games. Hammer again. Uh, no, no. And then so, and then comes Thor. I love so Thor. I am gonna have strict opinions about this <laughs> that I should talk about in later movies, but Thor the first movie. It's pretty good. I I like I the, the beginning little while where he doesn't even fucking know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a bumbling giant idiot in the middle of random ass small town in Mexico. With Natalie Portman who fucking hates the shit out of Chris Hemsworth so much. She was Cat <laughs> <laughs> Dennings, bro. I love Cat Dennings. Which Skarsgård is it? Is it Stellan Skarsgård? Stellan, what the fuck? Are you, who? The guy that plays the 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 uh like their dad? <laughs> no, the the scientist dude. The yeah, like man. yeah, yeah, like Natalie Portman's kind of like father figure yeah, type yeah. person fuck. thing. He's, that, he's one of the Skarsgård. I don't know his name. That might be he's, his he's, fucking he's name. He's the father know. of the Skarsgård. Like Skarsgård, the Skarsgård is in the duty plays in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's like their sure their dad or something. Sure his name's Stellan. Really? Hmm, maybe. I'm pretty sure. I don't fucking know. There's like four of them. I just know that, like... A rare instance of Bryce Davis not knowing <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. I feel like if you really hate Dutch Angles, you, you just can't like Thor. They yeah. overuse Dutch Angles so much. <laughs> Every other scene, man. Thor is pretty fucking brutal to watch. But Thor does introduce us to Thor, obviously, but also brings in Loki. And Hawkeye. Who and Hawkeye. Oh, I forgot about Hawkeye. Yes, it's, I will have... It's not even named, but he's just no, like... he's just a dude with a bow with like half a seat. <laughs> he's a guy who had the opportunity to grab a gun, but then decided to grab a bow. A bow instead, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even oh, shoot it. <laughs> oh, I'll talk about that in a little fucking while. But, yeah, no, Thor, pretty good introductory movie. Doesn't really get too far into anything, just... No, it just kind of awakens showed... you to the idea that there's... Yeah, that there is a... Stuff. But at the time, though... I don't think anybody still really knew that it was possible to rope all this in together. Because, I mean, at the same time, like, you had this Thor movie that was just so out there. Yeah, this was, mm-hmm. like, what, 2010? Yeah, 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 and then, but, like, to, to, try, to try and think, like, in your head at the time that this was going to somehow tie into an Iron Man movie. Like, I don't yeah. think that anybody really still knew that that was possible. Yeah, I sure didn't. I just knew that those were characters in Ultimate Alliance. It still, yeah. it still felt like a standalone movie at that time. Oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah. We all just knew that these were Marvel movies with familiar 
familiar characters. Nobody quite knew yet that this was leading to the Avengers and everything it led to. Yeah. And especially with you have Thor in a universe of gods yeah. and shit, whereas you have Iron Man fighting real-life terrorist yeah. organizations and shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, Thor, great, absolutely. And then we move ooh, into one of my favorites, the first Captain America. Captain America, first the Captain first Avenger. It's a good good-ass movie. It, man, <laughs> the Red Skull is one of the most underrated fucking villains. He's, He's so ass. great. He's like a, just a straight-up-ass Nazi the whole time. <laughs> the and most Nazi. <laughs> I, I, I love you giving... They, they don't change anything, and they just give Captain America the most American backstory of he's just whooping Nazi ass. Yep. Just pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Anybody on Earth already likes Captain America because he's just killing a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> hitting them with a shield where it's kind of scandalous how many people he kills because he kills a lot of fucking people. Not as many the... as he kills but... in the second movie. <laughs> 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 there are a lot of bodies in there. Yeah. They're Nazis. <laughs> True. Backed. But in... <laughs> The one coming later, they're not Nazis. <laughs> they're people. They're just, <laughs> they're just So, uh, kind of like an interesting like fact of like the the I don't know if they directed or wrote, but uh, Stephen Stephen Marcus and Marcus and McFeely they wrote uh, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had before Captain America had come out, they had kind of like talked to themselves like kind of thinking because comic books were huge in the 1940s whatever they were thinking like somebody really should do like a a time piece like a like a back in the past setting movie of comic books in the time where they were created and that was kind of like i think part of the reason why they got brought on to do captain america the first one yeah because they were so intrigued by the idea of having a comic book movie that took place back in the idea of comic books and how they could make that work in the modern day and so that's just like one of the coolest parts of that movie is it really reflects like the the golden age of comics idea of captain america yeah and then also includes kind of the what a modern day take would look like they were able to sure. balance that in that movie by having that whole montage of him on the stage being yeah the, being the propaganda, being the propaganda yeah piece, yeah, yeah. I, which, which is exactly what he was in the 1940s oh, yeah. he was just a he was propaganda to try and just rally he, people he, up for World War II. He was a picture of what he is in the film. Like, the yeah. ultimate American beats all the fucking Nazi ass. <laughs> Super cool. And then you have to have the sneaky, <laughs> sneaky Nazi scientist as the villain who's actually a badass fighter who isn't that badass when it comes down to it in this film. He kind of just gets his ass whooped real quick. That's true. Oh, yeah. It's just Wolf. Someone else. It's just Wolfenstein the comic book. <laughs> yeah. like this fucking movie. He just kills a bunch of weird scientist Nazis. <laughs> but this is the first kind of tiny glimpse into the broad picture. Because yeah, this, this is, is Hydra. This is the yeah. original Hydra. And we have the first and Infinity Stone. Yeah. yeah. hmm Oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think about yeah, that. That's like the opening scene. The the first glimpse into what is gonna be this super powerful yeah. thing that connects it all. You barely get the seeds, yeah, three years after the first, after it starts when, I mean, I'm sure it was all written with the grand scheme. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they had the rough outline. But nobody could really see that they were going to do it. 
Nobody, until no, this movie. No, no audience member, no theater goer yeah, for sure. Yeah, no way. Un- unless you, I didn't. unless you have read Silver Civil War or Infinity War the comic, yeah, you didn't know what was what coming was. quite yet. Yeah, which is awesome. And that movie, absolutely. The damn. ending, the ending of the first Captain America ends on such a haunting note. I don't know if y'all yes. remember, but. Uh, I think the last line of the movie is after he wakes up and he freaks out, realizes he's been sleeping mm-hmm. for 70 years. Uh, Nick Fury, like, asks him, he's like, are you going to be okay? And then he kind of, like, thinks, and you can see, like, in his face, he's like, yeah, I just, I had a date. And it just cuts to oh, black after that, man. It's that such is, a chilling so That is, man. literally no one would have ever known that that leads to so the hugest, good, most important part of, like, the one of the most important storylines of the entire fucking holy shit, 11-year storyline. That tiny little quote has repercussions eight years later, which is so awesome. But so then... I'm getting sad thinking about that scene. It's so chilling, man. Then we move on to Avengers, which was... As soon as they announced that movie, every person who had anything to do with comics knew what was coming now. Yeah, Yeah, and no one really... No one saw it coming, but as soon as, like... It got put in anybody's head. You were like, as soon as you oh, saw, I need to see this now. Yeah. yeah. As soon I as saw you that movie eight times. So good, man. Jeez, I I didn't even see it in theater. I actually somehow, I don't know what period of my life this would be, but I didn't see this movie in theaters. I probably didn't see that movie until after I saw Age of Ultron. Like, cause I, I never saw Age of Ultron. This was in the period where I didn't particularly care for the superhero movies. I was being an edgy little teenager, didn't want to watch this shit, but. I mean, this does. This is awesome. That does have the coolest scene that is mentioned that so cam- many times throughout. That when, camera shot. When yeah, when when they're all fighting is awesome. Yes. When Hulk just beats the living beats the shit out of Loki. Loki. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh my God. And that has repercussions. Six it's, years yeah, later, it's that called, it's called back on later. So yeah. so many times. My but. first ever real life big boy date was. To that movie. <laughs> See, this is the movie where I kind of started to get pissed off, and it did it in Age of Ultron, which made me want to watch this. Was I kind of hate that Black Widow and Hawkeye are such crucial fighting parts when these are this is a person with no powers. The both of those are just trained assassins yeah. fighting fucking aliens, <laughs> four armed. Motherfuckers that look like Goro from fucking Mortal Kombat, and somehow they and somehow they're yeah they're fist fighting and fist fighting while gun fighting and bow fighting, <laughs> fucking big old monster motherfuckers. Which that didn't really piss me off until way later. But this one, it's really just a person with a gun, and yeah. you shoot an alien in the head with a gun. We've it's, played video games; die. they die. We've played Halo. Oh yeah, guns oh, yeah. kill aliens. I think the the whole point of having them kind of being so involved in the story is just to kind of give the audience a window. I mean, that's 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 kind of the the audience's way into it is when you have Tony Stark, which who has, can who can relate to Tony Stark? Yeah, who, yeah, who can relate to Thor? Nobody like has. The I think I think that, that was the whole reason of that. Industrialized weapons technology, and nobody's a god. Hawkeye, yeah. Hawkeye, and Black Widow are definitely the most human. Hu- yeah, yeah, so I think that's the whole. They are the Batman. In yeah, this yes. universe, yeah. where they're they're just humans who can somehow through equalizers like guns and bow and arrows that have like technological advancement, yeah. where they can like shoot the electric yeah. arrow to knock down 
the spaceships and shit. The, the way that he was able to pick the, the different arrowheads is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Controller I mean, on his wrist. It's, it's it, all the quiver. It's pretty it, cool. It, I mean, it's barely mentioned, but like how when you... They're supposed to kind of have like the spidey sense. Yeah. Like they're like so much smarter. And that that's like their only power kind of. Yeah. Is that tingle? The po- ooh. Got that little... Every every normal human has a little Peter tingle. It's like, you need to pull out the explosive arrow, or you need a Black Widow. You need a ninja kick that fucking monster right in his jaw. Black Widow makes that, Peter tingle. That shot. <laughs> <laughs> that shot you're talking about, though, Garrett, where he's uh, where he pulls that arrow, yeah. and he shoots at Loki, and Loki catches it. That's like so I I don't know how they filmed that, man. That's crazy. <laughs> That the way that because the camera follows his arrow right yeah. into Loki's hand. Yep, and he just that's looks so at crazy. It. So, and it just so blows up. all I can think is that so the scenes were filmed differently, but definitely somebody had to have like thrown an arrow <laughs> that Loki had to catch. Tom Hiddleston had to physically catch an arrow for that scene, which is badass as shit. Tom Hiddleston's badass for that, but. I, and this does sow the seeds, especially throughout when you kind of have the little Thor part with Loki, of whether or not Loki is yeah. truly the bad guy. Because in this movie, it does make it seem for a good while and that I, Loki is who brought yeah, the, the monsters. But, I mean, we'll, we'll learn I that just love true. I just love how it's never directly explained that Loki didn't die. Like, yeah, I mean, he was spo- obviously he died at the end of Thor, right? I mean, I guess yeah, he was in the well, he was in the end credit scene, so there, he was never actually dead, I guess. But yeah. like to this day, they never really but, explained like in detail what yeah, no, happened to him. It after, is never acknowledged that <laughs> in the gods, in the Thor god realm, like literally, if Thor or Tom Hiddleston die. On Earth, they just go back to Valhalla. Yeah. Because they just die, but yeah. Valhalla is heaven, and they're the gods, so they don't die. So yeah. it, it is kind of murky, and it it's is kind of stupid, kinda weird, and yeah. you can't address it. Yeah. Because if you did address it, you'd have to somehow explain something Then, then you have to follow the rules, yeah. and then you have to break the rules. Nobody wants then, to yeah. hear the logistics of sometimes life like, and death in God realm. The less you yeah. say is the better sometimes. Exactly, but, yeah. But, okay. Dude, I watched, I watched Avengers, I can't tell you how many times. I remember being in seventh grade. They would just put it on like every day, it seemed it felt like, in like this one PLC class. I mean, badass. I never got tired of it. <laughs> I mean, it's great. But so... I went in eighth grade with my freshman in high school girlfriend. Oh, that man. That movie was badass. Did you hold hands? Fuck yeah. Ooh, <laughs> we held hands right when fucking Back in Black came on. You <laughs> walked right in, sat down, held that girl's oh, hand. Oh, I forgot about held that scene. Held the fuck out of it. I almost forgot that scene where the, the old man kind of references Hitler. Like, uh, yeah. Or he says, the last time uh, we bowed, we don't bow to men like you. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. References Hitler in some way because they were in Germany at the time. Yeah. Said the last. Cool. Maybe, maybe it was talking, Captain America. Maybe they're talking about the Red Skull leading <laughs> Hydra because no one says Nazi in this they whole universe. Only say Hydra. And you're kind of led to believe that Nazis don't exist <laughs> and only Hydra exists. Which, okay, this is controversial. Nazis would be maybe a little bit cooler because they're not cool at all. Zero percent cool. But right. the Hydra symbol, that's hard. Dude, yeah. that okay. I forgot to bring that up in the Captain America, but that shot at the kind of like the intro of Captain America, where uh, 
uh, Schmidt, the Red Skull, gets the cube. Yeah. Uh, he shoots somebody that was like guarding it or whatever. And as he shoots him, the blood spatter from that dude lands on his Hydra like pin. And like covers half of it in blood. Such a cool shot, man. <laughs> so, so now Avengers ends, and that is officially the beginning of. That's the end of phase one. Phase that, that, yeah, and then phase two comes in with <laughs> arguably the most divisive MCU movie Iron Man 3. Because if you look at lists of best and worst, this is always bottom five. On anybody's list, which I don't particularly agree with, but it's definitely not worth. I just think I just think it went. I just think it went in such a strange direction for people. Like it it doesn't. It doesn't really follow any continuity to anything except for the fact that Iron Man has PTSD now after the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 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 just such a strange direction. Now now you're seeing the big picture of Iron Man's actions. This was the one that opened with um, Black Widow and Captain America on that boat, right? No, this one opens no. with. Oh, this the, that, was, that was Winter Soldier. No, th- yeah. this opens with yeah. the the like, well, like big presentation at Harvard yeah, where they're yeah, yeah. showing the the brain. And shit. The, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's Civil War. This is this opens with like this is this is like Iron like Tony Stark's like narrating, and he talks about like mm. he talks about like making demons or something. Yeah, and, and he, he yeah. does. There's, the like, there's like there's like a party in the '90s where it shows that he made yeah. an enemy that night. Yeah, yeah, that and that shows. He meets uh, what was the Kill- Killian, was... Aldrich Killian, yeah, the guy who yeah. makes, eventually goes on to be the villain of the movie. Yep, the real Mandarin, whatever. Yes. So, so to kind of go in on it, I do hate that they had to put into the MCU a huge bait and switch. Like, I hate the Mandarin storyline. Don't get me wrong, that it's just I can't even think of that guy's name. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Kingsley. Hello. Not really being a villain, but just being a tiny little man in a room. Drunk ass man. Like. And then you do kind of have. They did retcon it at the end. Yeah. They they did eventually retcon it to say that there is a real Mandarin out there. Yeah. I mean, by then it was already too late. The damage was done. Fuck yeah. Because then you have the. um, So. One of the things I really despise about that movie, though, is that, would you say his name, Killian, whatever. Aldrich Killian, yeah. Aldrich Killian. I hate how Killian has, like, man-made powers. Yeah. Doesn't he, like, mutate himself or something? Yeah, he he has, like, fire powers. He, like, makes, like, a serum and then gives him powers. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it follows the same sort of logic as the superhero or the super soldier serum. Yeah, Captain, Captain America. But, has. but Captain America, other than being strong as fuck, yeah, doesn't does have like yeah. like logic defying shit. Like yeah. it's basically Captain America shit is like the logic of if you pumped a bunch of adrenaline mixed with PCP into somebody, <laughs> you could shoot him like four times. <laughs> He'll die later, but he's gonna beat your ass right now. I think he doesn't give a fuck. But it doesn't the, make him turn into like where he can like melt Iron Man suits yeah. and like punch through the animated which oh that that part okay, maybe this movie sucks. Because <laughs> it does have the army of animate yeah. Suits that yeah, come. Yeah, the AI. And yeah. I mean, I know that it needed to exist to fight the mechs yeah. that this guy makes, but I hate that part. And like how easy they are to dispatch when yeah. like they're like 
the same thing as Iron Man. There's exactly. just not a guy. There's not a smart dude in it. I mean, it, it makes a little like it makes sense that they're easy to like take out because there's not a human in there making all the decisions. It definitely. But they should not have been t- been able to be taken out that yeah, easily. It definitely feels like they wrote that last sequence and then built the movie around it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, don't get me wrong, cool. that fight is cool, but oh, yeah. I do hate that it's just Guy Pierce melting and like punching with fire hands yeah. through the suits and shit. But I mean, the movie probably wouldn't have been as cool if you didn't have like the big mech fights and you didn't have Iron Man and War Machine back to back just murdering all those fucking people. That's Iron Man 2. What? That's Iron Man 2. Yeah. Fuck! Iron- what? War-, War Machine isn't in this, is he? No. I think I think they he's in the movie, but the scene that you're yeah he's in there as Rhodey. Yeah, he's scene. he's not in there. The scene oh, that you're thinking fuck. about when they're when they're back to back in that little garden area. Yeah, that's Iron Man two. Oh, then this movie blows dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I take it all back. Iron Man three sucks because I was confused. That yeah. whole fucking like second act where he's just in Minnesota. For like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> what and the, the fuck? like a little kid has to help him through yeah, shit. But so fucking weird. Also, this is the movie that does the huge bullshit where they pull the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air shit where they just decide that Terrence Howard is now Don Cheadle. No, that wasn't... That was Iron Man 2. Oh my god, dude. This (laughs) movie... You know the reason? Damn, this movie blows so hard if I'm getting these mixed up. You know the reason they recast? In Iron Man 1, since Robert Downey Jr. was such damaged goods at the time before Iron Man 1... Terrence Howard, the supporting role in quotations, yeah. was uh, way more expensive than oh, Robert yeah. Downey. He got paid way more than RDJ did, and so after Iron Man One was such a big deal, they wanted to give Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. a whole lot of more money, understandably. And Terrence Howard was going to have to take a pay cut. Wait. And he was like, I'm okay. not coming back. <laughs> so, so this is pissing me off. You're telling me that Terrence Howard is more expensive than Don Cheadle. Because I don't believe it. Because Don Cheadle was in like Hotel Rwanda and real movies. And what the fuck is Terrence Howard in? Okay, but here's the thing. Don Cheadle? He didn't have to take a pay cut to become ready. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, he's probably a little bit more smarter than the Terrence Howard. Because yeah. he kind of saw the bigger picture here. True, because yeah. he got so... Much money. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he, he has fucking action figures that are his face exactly. now. It's That's so fucking cool. But okay, so so to me, the coolest part about Iron Man three is that it like really like breaks down Tony Stark as a character. Like it takes away. It takes away everything from him, and that's the whole. I think that's the whole point that's of. The point, yeah. That's the whole point of the whole hour-long Minnesota thing. It does kind of drag. The pacing's yeah, a little slow. It, it's, it's strange, but, but it's a movie that had to happen. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It, it it the coolest part is seeing him. Because the the argument can be made by some people that oh, Iron, what is Iron Man without the suit? But then he ends up. He does the same thing as yeah, Iron he Man does 1. The same, he does the same yeah. thing where he, he's without his suit at all. And he has to and figure still out. still has to figure out how to, a way yeah. to, he, to he's win. He's still the technological superhuman yeah. Yeah. where he can like figure out all the yeah. stuff he needs to. That's the, that's the coolest part of the movie is this, that it's still, like, that's the point of the movie. Yeah. It? Okay. So I'll give you that it does have the Iron Man 1 callback kind of scene, the kind of sequence. But if the Don Cheadle switch and the back to back fighting robots. If that's not in this movie, this movie sucks. But okay, so yeah, that, next that's Iron Man 2. Movie number eight. <sighs> Thor of the Dark World. 
movie. The, it, most, the most forgettable movie, man. Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess we can just kind of skip over this, but this does have one thing that stands out to me that really makes me mad. So what is the darkness? What stone is that? Uh, the stone in the movie is, it's called the the ether. Yeah, it's, the ether. Uh, the reality gem is what it eventually yes. becomes. Yes, and that shit that happens in like if i if i remember correctly there's like that battle when it's like the they're like fighting like the elf people mm-hmm. and there's like everything's being kind of overtaken by the ether yeah it's like it's like a like all the all the astro- astrology queens out there it's like <laughs> the the nine realms of asgard or of the world or whatever converge every so many years based on whatever the plot decides it needs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so it's becoming time for the for the realms to converge and the dark elves get awakened or yeah, something. So, but so. all this bullshit, right? Yeah. And so it, it does lead you to believe that the stone that fuels the ether is so much stronger than it ever is in any other movie. And I guess maybe you could say because it's in Asgard, like a magical realm, but like... That's bullshit. How little the ether and all that stuff plays in later. When that stone is there the yeah. whole time and being used by corrupt powers, you would think that they use it the same way, but they absolutely don't. Yeah, it's so like you, no one no one ever tries to go find it after they went and drop it off at the collectors. It was just it was it was hidden too good, all right. So <laughs> all of us agree. Armor, bro. Thor of the Dark World, worst movie? Oh, it's bottom tier, man. It's yeah, it's super forgettable. Bottom two at least. Way too much plot, not enough character. So then the big hitters come and we get to Captain America the fucking winter soldier. Oh, good. Thank you, Joe and Anthony Incredible Russo. movie. The movie that really brings the plot to really start and mash together. This was a really legitimate movie. Like yeah. it's a really good movie. This is the first Marvel movie that I've left going. Wow. Yeah, this yeah. was the this was, was what I would kind of argue is the first Marvel movie besides maybe Iron Man 1 mm-hmm. that was a great film. Yeah. For sure. And it was shot so fucking well and it has the boom scene. Oh, uh, yeah. When he stops the <laughs> Bri- shield. Bryce, yeah. is, Bryce is showing Winter Soldier catching the, the shield. If, yeah, if, that, that if, is literally, <laughs> if I think of... Captain America so all I could think of is how many people <laughs> Captain America killed throwing that fucking uh, adamantium shield that fucking elevator scene boom he Ooh. just catches that oh. that was the, that was like a huge point of the movie too I think for the directors is to to really show that since Captain America has been taken off ice that he uh oh Hindi. oh Hendy's asleep. He's a real cutie pie. He's sleeping on my back. My dog is adorable. <laughs> so, the directors really wanted, because uh, I mean, in in Captain America: The First Avenger, he he didn't really have a whole lot of fight training. So yeah, the whole premise of this movie and his fighting style is that he's been at Shield for X amount of time, so he's he's learned this martial arts stuff and yeah, because Captain America in Captain America: The First Avenger. Bucky would beat the fuck out of him. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely before he's the serum. Just a 1940s for sure. street punk. Like, like, no, I, I mean, even when he's freshly gotten the serum and he's just been in battle, if he tried to fight somebody like the Winter Soldier, yeah. who's this hardened fucking oh, hell, monster, yeah, he'd beat his ass. But now, just like how the other guy's been trained corruptly for so long, yeah. he's had the same amount of shield. 
yeah. training. Yeah, combat and training. And this is what really shows, like, the shield giant ship. Like, that's in this one, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, okay. These all blur together because I haven't seen these movies in fucking... Years. Yeah, years. But this Months. does... Really <laughs> has Nick Fury really <laughs> featured in this movie. He's in it... He's in it a pretty good yeah, amount. He's he's in it where he faces death. He's yeah. he's in it more than in I don't know the Iron Man movie where it's just him and Iron Man sure. and Scarlett Johansson talking to each other. He's yeah. in this he's in this movie about as much as he's in the Avengers, maybe a little bit more. Honestly, he's in yeah. this movie quite a bit. He's, yeah, he so plays a bigger role in this. In this, in the yeah. Avengers, it really yeah. those two movies together. Like, I could kind of argue that if you only watched. Avengers and then into Captain America the Winter Soldier, you'd probably have a good enough understanding. Yeah, both both oh, of the sure. both of those movies do a pretty good job of like s- still kind of holding your hand at the beginning and telling you who the characters you, you are. You have yeah. you have more big picture standing if you've seen the other movies, especially yeah. Iron Man 1 and Captain America the first Avenger because you see who Hydra is, you see what Iron Man's come from and what yeah. he made this giant corporation to be. But so yeah, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I'd probably say top three For sure. of the yeah, whole absolutely. thing. It's really good. Might right? be number one still after everything I've seen. But so, oh man, here it comes. <laughs> I didn't want it to come to this. Then we get into the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Oh, I like Guardians. Uh, You're saying this with such a negative connotation. I'm ready to say some negative shit, man. <laughs> so let's just say, let me let me hit it with this. It is going to lead to something I don't like. But Guardians 1 is great. It, Guardians 1 is Guardians really 1 good. is phenomenal. I can't even... Fuck. I, I remember all the Groot stuff and everything, but um, I do love that we see Groot like full power and then go back down <laughs> later Maybe. on. But yeah. so... In this, I can't even remember who the bad guy in this is. Uh, it's super generic. It's, it's Ronan the Accuser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so super the, generic the true first sight of the big picture, because you see Ronan being the first true visual slave to... I mean, this is the first time you see like a big full-body shot of Thanos. Like, yeah, because you've the only, only seen him in like yeah. post-credit the, scenes, the only right? ever The only other time it's shown him at all was at the end credits of Avengers, and it's just part of his, his face. face. Yeah, yeah. It's just this blue fuck. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember seeing that. Before I even seen the Avengers, I saw that post-credit scene, and from playing Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, I was like, holy shit, they're going to do it. They're going to have the gauntlet and fucking everything. That big old fuck's in this movie. <laughs> and then when we see this, I swear, dude, Ronan is sitting there talking to him, and I'm sitting in the theater, and it shows Thanos, and I go, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin? No, no country for old man, Josh Brolin? Holy fucking shit. And I was like, oh man, star power, bitch. But, um... No, Guardians was good. It had big ramifications. Yeah. Really bringing in the big storyline. <laughs> Finally, we're seeing the true essence of what the story is going to be. You're seeing that all these people, Ronin, Loki, fucking the, what are the aliens called? You said Jitari. it? The Jitari are all sent from a source. This Thanos. The, the Thanos, the true He's kind of at the center of everything. Monster yeah. of everything. Yes. The Galacticus. Of this series, <laughs> but no, this one is good. Don't get me wrong. We have Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> playing so, a dude who says one line. So do you think do you think that they thought of Vin Diesel for, because of because of the Iron Giant? I think because he did because <laughs> Vin Diesel did the Iron Giant, right? Oh my god. Is that why they got him to do Groot? They're like they're like they're like who's hey. the who's the one guy that would have enough star power to voice someone who only says one word and you still love him? And you're like Vin Diesel because that's the character he plays in Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the Iron Giant so I, much. I'm just picturing like a boardroom meeting of like some somebody who watched the Iron Giant way too many times as a kid. Yeah, there's and they're a, like, and they're like, we have to get Vin Diesel no, to do It's, like, it's right? thirty. It's thirty executives and one dude who just became an executive at 24, and they're like, we need somebody to just say one line over and over, and he's like. Have you ever seen this film called The Iron Giant? There's this <laughs> big guy. You ever seen Saving Private Ryan? He plays the same role, only says like four words. <laughs> That's just how I picture it. It's like Vin Diesel is the only person who can say I'm three pretty. lines of dialogue and make you love him. Because in Iron Giant, he doesn't say much and you still love him so much. Him. In right? Saving Private Ryan, he has the most heartfelt scene when he has the paper... And he's like, please give this to my dad or whatever. He's just shot again. <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Really good movie, for sure. And then, another hugely decisive, uh, divisive, Age of Ultron. Okay. Didn't see it. This was really... I have to stand because of how mad this is going to make me. If you're going to stand, I'm going to stand. Oh shit, I almost fell over. Okay. I'll stay So, today. everybody... Do we remember the opening sequence? Because I do. First word is shit. Is it? They cuss in this movie? Yeah. They make a point of making a joke at it. Cause yeah, because he says shit. He, and say, he tells them to watch the language. Language. Oh. Okay, so. That opening splash shot, though. So, Age of Ultron, other than you seeing the real ramifications of what the Infinity Stone's power is, like creating the super being... That is Ultron. A, a vision? Are you? T- well, because they make. Oh they, yeah, cause, they cause, make they make Ultron themselves. Yeah, because yeah, they make Ultron, and then Ultron, like the Ultron system, and everything combined, all that bullshit becomes the vision. Yeah. Okay, so all I can think about in this movie is we are introduced to the twins, uh-huh. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Quicksilver? <laughs> the dude who dies in that he movie the, the guy who movie. plays Kick-Ass <laughs> it is what? yeah, yeah. he's just so handsome in this movie and the dude in Kick-Ass he, he, he glued he was, up man yeah he was not quite handsome yet he a year up. later he became handsome fuck that is, that's cool good for him he also bleached his hair <laughs> okay okay I see you okay so then what? all I'm really gonna have to say about this one is this gives us Russian Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it does. Okay. Why is the Scarlet Witch not Russian in the rest of the movies? <laughs> she got tired, man. <laughs> no, it, I swear to God, there is a scene that is cut somewhere where the reason why Scarlett Johansson's character and um, the Scarlet Witch are so friends is because the Scarlet Witch and Black Widow trained together. Yeah. Like she helped train her into be like a super spy because that, that's what it does in the comics. And that's why she's not Russian anymore so she can hide. 
Yeah, she loses the accent. But why doesn't it say that even <laughs> once? That well, she, literally, when she's I... Not, she's not from Russia. She's from Sokovia. Yeah, Sokovia. <laughs> but she still has a thick-ass fucking Romanian accent. European, yeah. <laughs> it's like the shit in Halo, where Halo 2... Uh, so, fucking Keys, Miranda Keys has the accent, and Halo 3, she just doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I think it's just and one of those things. Honestly, man. just one of those days. Yeah. But so, so the only two real talking points of this is the introduction of the Scarlet Witch, who's so important later. Yeah. But, and the when you finally, when I was watching it, and they were taking up, like the whole plan is Ultron's gonna take that giant crater, and just push it back into the Earth and destroy all life on Earth. Oh okay. Because that's the whole point of this movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so they stop him. But that piece of Earth still has to land. Yeah. And everybody that didn't get it didn't, on the... It didn't land. They, they vaporized it. Oh, that's right. But still, this entire city is still fully destroyed. And you will see later that, like, like when it comes to Civil War and stuff, yeah. the ramifications of the death mm-hmm. that is caused at this massive scale, which no other superhero franchise really goes into the true death that happens in these films. Yeah. So many people had to die. Dawn of, Dawn of Justice tried to, but... Hmm. <laughs> well, we won't get into that. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Say the full name of that movie. <laughs> Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. The worst fucking movie I've ever seen in fucking theaters. But that's the full name. But okay, <laughs> Age of Ultron kind of pushes the plot along, brings in a couple characters. Kind of pretty forgettable, pretty hated by most people. Yeah, it was... Kind of a, a step they needed to take that they just took. It wasn't like, it, it kind of felt like they're like we need to make this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so and we're then they took a step, but it wasn't calculated. Talk about oh we need to make this movie. Guess we'll make this movie. Ant Man's next. <laughs> Loved Ant Man when I saw it. <sighs> Don't love Ant Man now. <laughs> I just love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's great. Literally, if any other person played Ant Man. Ant Man franchise would have blown. Would have been terrible. Would have right. hated it. That character would have sucked. <laughs> but Paul Rudd is able to bring that Love cocky, Rudd. funny character that I, that Ant Man is that we're familiar yeah. with. But once again, pretty. I love you, Mike. Is there even an Infinity Stone in this movie? Mm-mm. No. The only the only point of having Ant Man in the MCU at this point is to start to establish the quantum realm. Yep. 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 Because it's so and important. And to introduce his character, so when the Deluxe Collector's Edition of Endgame comes out, we can finally see the scene that everyone wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes, we fucking will. Ant-Man... Also sell toys. Ant-Man, pretty forgettable. Kind of a bad decision to make it so much later than the first wave. The the strangest thing is that every other phase, phase one and phase three, they end the movie with an Avengers movie. And... Ant-Man was the last movie of Phase 2, which is just hmm. kind of strange. That is kind of strange. Especially because there was an Avengers movie, like, literally right before right, yeah. it. Yeah. Huh. I guess they didn't think they needed it. But so then, we come to Captain America Civil War, and now that we've seen Civil War, we all know why Ant-Man was introduced. Yeah. But so, Civil War, pound for pound, one of the best. And it introduces... The true power of... I mean, introduces Spider-Man, obviously. Yeah. Introduces what Ant-Man really is. Yep. And introduces Black Wakanda. Yeah. Like, the entire realm of Wakanda. Which is probably the most... Well, other than Thor's universe, one of the most 
kind of unexplained realms. Like yeah. how Wakanda, Wakanda was teased as an Easter egg in Iron Man Two. There's a scene right. in Iron Man Two where Nick Fury's tr- still trying to recruit Tony Stark for the Avengers initiative, and there's a map of the world on this map, and it has like locations of just random stuff. And there's like a little thing in the center of Africa. There's also another kind of like point of interest in the ocean hinting at Namor the Submariner, which is like Marvel's Aquaman. Yeah. So that's been looming since what whenever Iron Man whenever Iron Man two came out. Yeah. Like yeah. Thinking about interesting. Uh, the MCU's Aquaman makes me thank God. <laughs> That Deadpool is not in this fucking <laughs> series. I would be so mad. Oh man, Deadpool breaks so many rules. We're I we're love we're Deadpool. Straight up not talking about that. But Civil, um, Civil War. <laughs> but so Civil War has some of the coolest sequences, has really heartfelt parts where you, uh, it's you, a, yeah. you, you have the first truly human villain that's just a guy whose life was so wretched. By the loss that the, at, that the in Age of needless yeah. civilian casualties happened in Age of Ultron, yeah. that it, it would drive someone like that, and you have the first very very human supervillain, who isn't even really super. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He just is a terrorist. He gets really lucky. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh hey, my, this, this plan's working really well. Oh my well. god, <laughs> this series would be so different if Captain America was not allowed to stop. Iron Man from killing Bucky. So, oh. the the really cool part about Civil War is um, the Russos, which directed the Russos directed Iron Man or Captain America two Civil War and then Endgame and Infinity War, yeah. and the writers for um, Captain America Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. They were kind of noticing that this is that Civil War was kind of um, a point in time where Iron Man and Captain America, they were on two separate journeys. Where, and Civil War was where they were crossing paths. So yeah. Ar- Iron Man was on this journey from a super selfish person to becoming somebody who was learning how to be selfless. Yeah. And and Captain America was on this journey from becoming somebody who was super selfless and completely like subservient to others like at heart and was truly learning was, human yeah. was learning how to kind of be selfish and, and kind of have his life and sure. so and so you and have civil the, war is this crossing point where they're they're both learning this this lesson and where you're starting to come to a head you have yeah. both of their feelings as yeah. humans yeah playing such a huge part in a worldwide disaster scenario where you have people who can destroy the whole world and their personal feelings as humans mm-hmm. yeah. are making it a problem. Which is awesome. And Black Panther being able to chase cars on foot <laughs> might be a little racist. He's so but, <laughs> bro, it's that flower. He's, it forever, bro. he's so fast. <laughs> Man, it, it did not yet acknowledge that Wakanda has the... Um, like the what's that shit called? The special uh, metal, uh, uh, vibranium. Vibranium. Yeah, to yeah. where he can like take like the craziest hits. Yeah. And it just like doesn't even matter. But uh, I guess it's just because it's vibranium. But like, 
if you got hit with Captain America's shield, <laughs> if your fucking chest is made of the same metal, it should probably still kill you. But know. vibranium can't know. impact the whole, vibranium, I the guess. The whole, like, problem with Iron Man and Black Panther is, like, yeah, it's, def- like, it wouldn't hurt the metal, but there's yeah. a human underneath it yeah. that yeah, yeah. still feels it's the force. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's going to hit. If Thor hits you with Mjolnir, <laughs> you're still getting hit with like the power of a thousand thunderbolts. Your, your yeah. body is essentially in this metal box. And if you're going to get hit at the front side of the box by something, your body is going to hit the back of the box. So if, if you yeah. get punched in the head while you're in this metal thing, it's like... Your, your head's oh. going to rattle at least some point in that helmet, right? Okay, so what is the explanation why Captain America can't be killed? I mean, he I mean, can is be... Is like kind of superhuman? He can be killed. Well, He's but just... he can, like, take an insane amount of damage. Yeah. Okay, so in Age of Ultron, there's literally a scene, we could go watch it right now, like halfway through, where Captain America, in a fist fight with the Age of Ultron clones, gets punched in the fucking mouth <laughs> from... A vibranium. Well, mon- the the fucking... the, the pawns the pawns aren't made of vibranium. They're made of some other metal. Okay. Only only ult- only Ultron's final form is actually vibranium. Fuck it, titanium. <laughs> he takes a titanium punch to the mouth. Boom! From a fucking robot, a robot titanium a robot. punch. It doesn't fuck him up. He gets back up. That is, I guess, maybe that's like the first sight into that he's. But he can do this all on day. the same level as Thor. <laughs> like he, he, he doesn't obey man-made law, which yeah, he man. should. Yeah. He should be out of commission for he a little while. A man. Just like fucking Wolverine. Wolverine survives a nuclear blast and it makes him sick. Yeah. You should take a robot punch to the mouth and be out of commission for a couple <laughs> minutes, for fuck's sake. But so anyway, Civil War's awesome. It has the amazing. 5v5 fight sequence. Oh, the airport sequence, man. The the airport sequence is badass. The only gripe I have with the airport sequence is just in some of the dialogue. Like, Spider-Man is such a huge, so obviously such a huge Star Wars nerd, but he's like, have you seen that really old movie? (laughs) Um, with the thingies, like it, like it's like, why wouldn't he know what they're called and what the movie's called? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why, why, why are you it's telling like, me it's that like, any nerd on Earth doesn't know the exact name and minute that that sequence is? Yeah, like, like he he builds a straight up Lego Death Star in the next movie that he's in, but he exactly. doesn't, but he doesn't want to like name that it's called an ATAT and like yeah, it's, you know what I mean? Like, he's, thank you for saying ATAT. That's the correct pronunciation. <laughs> he is. He is. Talking like he's saying That's the only gripe I have. <laughs> a quote from Casablanca from a yeah. hundred years ago when that movie came out thirty years ago. Like fuck. But okay. Civil War, great. And then oh, I didn't even see this movie. I don't even fucking care to this day. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I didn't fucking see it. It's a, it's a, it's a fun movie. There's some cool shots in that movie. That yeah. movie has some cool shots. All I remember I still is like that Benedict Cumberbatch. You don't like Benedict? I do not. Oh man. Yeah, no. Does a, a, a Jimmy Fallon skit with him where they do a... It's called Kid Theater. Oh, man, it's worth checking out for sure. It's <laughs> hilarious. But, yeah, so I don't really have too much to say about Doctor Strange. I know it brings in... What's that? The Time Stone? Uh, time Stone. Yeah, introduces time, a Time Stone. The, the people who protect the Time Stone. I think that's and, the, it, and his uh, mentor. The Ancient One. The Ancient One, the bald lady. Yeah. People are mad that she was a woman. People wanted him to, People wanted it to be an, an old... Chinese man. It literally, literally, it doesn't matter. I think that's why they picked 
a lady and had her be bald. Yeah. And in a like a gi, basically. Yeah, it really doesn't like, matter. Like it, it just full on degenders because it doesn't yeah. matter because this is a person like the uh, what uh, the overseers. Mm. The people who are featured, like, that's what Stan Lee's yeah, character yeah. is supposed to be. One oh, of them. Yeah, the, watchers. the Watchers. The Watchers. The Watchers. Yeah. Like, she's kind of one of them, because when it shows them in that one sequence in Infinity War, when they're, like, flying through the realms, and it has Stan Lee talking to the Watchers. That's in Doctor Strange. Okay, that's in Doctor Strange? I think. No, no, because I've seen this scene. Cause, no, it's in. Maybe Guardians 2. Guardians, Guardians 2, because yeah. they're, like, flying through the universes, they're, and then it has yeah. him talking, and the ancient the one looks like one of them. It's just like a bald, almost unhuman looking person. Yeah, but just kind of genderless. But they, instead, that's, the whole, that's, that's the whole point. Instead, yeah. they had the lady who played the White Witch, who is just like... Oh, shit, that was her. Yeah, that is yeah. her. But, you know, the fuck gender bullshit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the same character. Who exactly. fucking cares? Who cares? But anyway... There's such a cool, like, sequence in that movie. Like, the whole, like, acid trip scene in that movie is really, really good. Hmm. Fuck... Wouldn't know. <laughs> Do you think they actually made the camera trip acid for the scene? They, they, no cameras tripped acid in the oh, making of this okay. movie. Good. Oh, I was full on a year into college when this came out. I didn't give a fuck about going to see the <laughs> fucking wizard movie. <laughs> but so then, fucking a movie wizard. I did see with a bunch of friends from college, Guardians 2. And holy mother of fuck, the only movie I can think of from the MCU where the Dialogue sucks. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. Hard, man. and you have what's it? I don't even can't even think of. I didn't see Guardians. Kurt movie's... Russell's name, but uh, but he's yeah. the living Ego, planet. Ego, the living planet. Ego, the living planet. The fact that all of these people fight him when they're on Ego, they're on his planet. Yeah, it's insane. It's bullshit. <laughs> the, the Shouldn't whole... even be a fight. <laughs> The whole existence of this movie is you gotta suspend some disbelief here. Come on, like fuck, suspend. Oh, disbelief. Look at Rocket. This is nitpicking, rude. man. Look at Drax. It's just Batista in blue paint. No, but I think this is probably one of the most unnecessary films yeah. in the whole thing. It, it pushes along characters who need their stories pushed along because if this movie didn't exist, you wouldn't have the most angering part of Infinity War. Fuck but we'll get cool, to man. that. But Quill, like, you needed Quill's story to be intense and have a lot of weight to it Guardians, for Infinity War. Guardians 2 is the prettiest Marvel movie ever shot. Mm. Without a doubt. I can think back to when the Drax and... Um, I can't think of her name. The Ant Girl? Mantis. When they're... Storyline, like they're kind of like love storyline is kind of there for a little bit. Yeah. When they're talking at like his courtyard of his temple or whatever, that is the most beautiful, hmm. amazing. Like they're like looking out at the landscape and like the fact that that's all fake yeah. is badass. From yeah. a movie standpoint, absolutely, that is beautiful. But I definitely also say from a movie standpoint, this sucks the most <laughs> because it stands on fragile ass ground from a broad spectrum. To me, one of the most like uh, not off putting, but like kind of just really takes you out of it is how obvious it is that they just completely played up Drax because Drax and Guardians One 
was hilarious because yeah. he was used sparingly. Yeah. But then they saw like, oh, Drax is really funny. Let's <laughs> let's make him really funny all the all the time, and then it's not funny. Yeah. I definitely agree with what you're saying about Drax, because like, I kind of feel like that's a lot of what Guardians was was that they kind of realized that this could be the more fun, kind of whimsical, kind of slapstick. Yeah. Series, because it's I mean. Inherently, the characters are a little ridiculous and kind yeah. of funny. So yeah, having got Drax, free and a fucking raccoon, because you did have Drax, who was like it. Drax and Groot, basically, were like the best comic relief the series had. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when they saw how funny Dave Bautista was as Drax, they just leaned into it way too hard on Guardians too, and definitely leaned in way too hard on the campy, funny dialogue mm-hmm. throughout all of Guardians too. Which, I mean, there's a lot of shit that's just weird and campy about it, like. The whole sequence when they're on the Marauders ship, and like the like laser needle is like oh, yeah, killing everyone. About, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a slow motion like. It's just what songs? Control. What songs playing during that? Oh, I don't. Some fuck. old, some There's old. There's so Galaxy many song, like old eighties, yeah. nineties fucking songs playing throughout this. There's a reason. I mean, this sold hella soundtracks. So yes, it did. I mean. Guardians brought in a big old revenue stream with having Baby Groot and the big soundtrack. Like, don't get me wrong, but... I am Groot. However I see where the movie needed to be, I don't quite enjoy it at all. (laughs) So this movie, definitely with its flaws, but the ending being as solid as it is, Mm -hmm. doesn't make up for it, but it makes it... Makes sense. Worth it, right? Like... Like you can see a, a movie with like some tons of flaws in it, but to me, if it's a if it's a so so movie, but the ending is really what kind of like defines the movie as like watchable or not, or like rewatchable or not. But like episode the, three of Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> the ending of Guardians two, man, it'll still make me cry every once in a while because some it's somehow because they did not build Yondu up in the first movie to be no. somebody to care about at all yeah but somehow over the, film, somehow yeah. over the course of this movie when Yondu dies it's the saddest thing because it's this whole idea like that's the whole idea of the movie is fathership and Peter Quill not knowing his father and realizing that he had a father even though he didn't know one and Rocket not really knowing what to do without a father figure. Yeah. And it's just the way they tie that whole story in and wrap it up at the end, man, it's it's really beautiful. I I mean I can agree that this is one of the movies that has the best like single movie character development of seeing the entire oh. almost the entire development yeah. of Yondu cuz he's just yeah. a, like a he's just a prick in the first Yeah, movie. he's just he's just your average marauding yeah, bounty hunter he's in the first one. But space you ass. see his heart in this and you see his death in this, which is which is great as a movie. So, I guess with its flaws, it is still rather solid. Rocket 2, I would say has one of the better character arcs in this movie. Yeah, truly seeing Rocket grow. Yeah, maybe this does in the side characters part, have a good deal of development, but the whole Peter Quill shit, I, I maybe hate who that Chris Pratt played it. Like, yeah, I, I just don't like Peter Quill, and maybe I hate the character, and maybe you're kind of supposed to because he is such a wrench in the story. Yeah, but okay, so that's Guardians too. That's Guardians too, and here's where. Or for the first time, we're going to call a 
half point right here at Guardians 2, where we're going to talk about the latter parts of the MCU in a second part of the series. Back with Caleb again, and um, this is just so much more to talk about than we usually yeah, have, exactly. so with this being kind of the first time we've done an overview. like movies. <laughs> yeah, tw- a shitty one. Yeah, instead of ragging on a movie, we're really talking in depth on an entire universe, so we're going to call it here. Everybody have a good night. This was three on one.